Her business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna looking at women entrepreneurship beyond funding, sharing expertise, experiences and tools to grow your business. Hi, I'm Gayatri and I'm Aparna. Welcome to our show. Hi everyone. We started off this podcast series by saying that we will do two episodes a month. Uh, those of you following more closely would notice that there has not been an episode published in the last month. We had a grand plan in place, but something happened that derailed all our plans. We had to put a pause to the recording series due to a family medical emergency. Yeah, you know, Gayatri, intellectually, we all know these things are going to happen. As life goes along, the good, the bad, the ugly will come at us when we least expect it. But when it actually hits us is when we are forced to reprioritize. And of course, we can only reprioritize if we first of all have a plan in place. And so it was the case with us, right? We knew we had to do two episodes each month and we had the topics, speakers, high-level content, everything had been planned. What we did well, I thought, was to keep our focus, consider our situation, and somewhere both of us realized that the podcast is still so new for us that it needs to be done by both of us. You know, we need to be present for the recordings, uh, and we also needed to balance all the other things that we are doing. So, as the opportunity to record came up, we stepped up to the mic. Yeah, uh, that's true. And uh, what? just mentioned Aparna is a relatively simple process of planning and prioritizing. Uh, that's Management 101. In the startup world, it can get a lot more complicated and it is all the more critical to plan. You see, core business, for example, where your bread and butter is, can't be based on chance. Your ROI core has to be planned in detail. Sometimes the window to success is very narrow and then it gets that much more difficult when you work without a plan. Yeah. We are in the initial stages, so um, if, but if you're further along, there could be stakeholders dependent on you, employees you need to pay. You not only need to plan, but also review those plans as you go along. So talking of windows and narrow windows at that, mm. I was reminded of this fantastic story, right? Mm. Crisis happening. One of our big crises in, the, in our recent past was the demonetization. Ah, yeah. Everybody, everybody got hit. Mm. But there was Paytm, which stepped up to the plate and said, how can we change this as a business opportunity for us? Mm -hmm. Must have been crazy in those offices. I'm sure they were working overtime and, mm -hmm. you know, drinking pots of coffee. But they made it happen. Mm -hmm. Even today, Aparna, you're mentioning that with a local coconut seller still has that option of paying through Paytm. Right. What a fantastic shift in planning. I mean, whatever plans they had changed, the universe had changed, literally. And they made good use of it. Hmm. That's a fantastic story of reprioritizing and getting things executed with the new priority in mind. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is not just for business, but in life in general as well, right? So thinking about how are you getting all the different parts of your life and business to fit together? How are your sales projections? When are you doing your customer surveys? Are you setting aside time for that trip home to spend time with your parents? All these and more need to be on your calendar. Yes, calendar with date, time and place. And luckily, there are a great number of tech tools available to do this and many of them are free. Great. 
I'm a big fan of calendaring actually and one thing I have learned is that using a calendar doesn't mean that you fill it all up. You put up all the critical actions, have a to-do list, but keep a number of slots free. Now technically these slots would be called slack and slack provides us some basic cushion against unexpected things that we talked about earlier. Time overruns, bad weather, sudden celebration, or God forbid, a family emergency. And you know, and on days and weeks that the unexpected doesn't happen, Slack is when you pick up the phone, talk to a friend, drop in on a customer, read an article that enhances your work. All those little important things that you believe you don't have time for. I have also realized this, Aparna, that a plan is more than a to-do list. Mm. Yeah. An item on a plan is part of a sequence, a set of actions that would lead you to your goal. Yeah. And when you look at your plan with activities completed, it should show us, you know, how close we are to our goals. So when I work on a plan, it helps me to first write down the end goal and then work backwards. Mm. Begin with the end in mind. Mm. Sometimes that is easy. Like when you have a fitness goal, walk those 10,000 steps, hit those six stairs, right. you're done. But when it is like a marketing launch, it's that much more difficult or a product launch or a funding deadline. You need a lot more to keep in mind to do and to get done. Yeah, um, The sub-elements and dependencies, that's the technical term, and the time needed for each of these, it, you have to ma manage all of that in a sequence. So it becomes very critical to calendar it with the date, time and place. Very true, very true, yeah. And now anyone who is listening to us could ask, how can anyone plan for emergencies? Yeah. Right? And in really, we can't, mm. but we can build in cushions and buffers. And from our own experience and that of other women entrepreneurs, there are three things that keep us going, even at times when our plans go for a toss. Right. The first is the strength of our network. Mm -hmm. Second is resilience. Yep. And third is our ability to prioritize. Yeah. So uh, maybe for the rest of the podcast, we can try and talk about these three things using an example. Sure. Yeah. Mm. So uh, imagine you're an entrepreneur supplying clay diyas as corporate gifts. It has been raining heavily. Parts of the state are flooded and the craftsmen making your products are badly affected. So you get a call saying that the diyas will not dry in time to be supplied to your customers. So what are your options? And what can you do? Yeah, in a case like this, call the network. Mm. Yeah, It is a network that can offer the best support. First of all, your network can listen to you. You are in a crisis, you need a shoulder to cry on. Yeah, And this is something that you've built over time. And they may just listen or offer even concrete support. Mm. The first thing that you can ask is options. What else can I do? How can I fulfill my orders? Mm. So is it possible to have ceramic diyas instead of clay diyas, right. metal diyas? possible. So if your network is strong and they have the right connections, you could find ways to negotiate with new suppliers. Yeah, And you'll have to talk to your customers and say, hey, the clay diyas are not happening. So what else can I do to hmm. make things better? So can I offer something free? Yeah, uh, Can I offer free gift wrapping? Yeah, Do I offer a discount on something? Of course, all of these are likely to happen only if you have invested in the network with right. your supporters and your customers. Right. Yeah. So Start now. Don't wait. Build those networks. Absolutely. Yeah. Coming to the second point, uh, that is resilience. And resilience comes at two levels, right? Once you know that you're in the middle of a crisis, now at that point, you have to focus on dealing with what is happening, 
respond, find solutions to meet the immediate needs. Uh, reaching out to your network, finding alternate means of meeting your commitment are immediate ways to be resilient. Now, once that crisis is done, once it's over, what happens to your business? First, there's a need to accept that there is a new reality you're facing. And this is the second type of resilience that you need. This new reality requires a new set of priorities, perhaps even a completely new plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To be able to do that, it's important to bring back focus on the long term, even as you are dealing with the last of the crisis that you're in. Yeah. yeah. This helps us see different possible solutions. Now, it's very important to know that the old reality doesn't exist. And somewhere, you know, that we stop holding on to, oh, no, why did this have to happen to me? Yeah. yeah. Right. We need to drop that and move ahead. And it's important to get back into the driving seat and very deliberately, cautiously steer forward. So um, next, moving from there, you know, so how do I steer forward? One is for me to look at and the priorities that I have. And how would you prioritize in this case? So there is this diaz that have not come. For me, the first priority is to talk to my customers. Uh, and that would be my instinct as well. Provide reassurance that you're on top of things. You're figuring out alternatives. At the same time, you need to be actively looking for those alternatives. And you need to also ensure that the impact of what this one crisis is minimal in the long term. So you may want to take actions. For example, you may want to look at alternate suppliers, different kind of products, any of those. All this means that you prioritize actions that are urgent and important and set aside others to be dealt with later. The core of being able to prioritize is not holding on to a priority regardless of circumstances. Come what may, this was my list, this is how I will go. That doesn't work. We need to be able to look at and reorder things depending upon the current need. So Gayatri, uh, this is all great when it comes to business. What about the person behind the business? Now, if you're going through a crisis, it's really important that you first accept that you are in a difficult situation. Right. Figure out the areas where you need support and don't hesitate to reach out. Remember that people may not know how to help you. So you would need to be specific about what you need, as specific as you can. Women across professions assume that others need to instinctively understand what we need. But this is not really being realistic. So speak up when you need help and ask with specifics. It really all comes down to your own personal philosophy. And this applies to business and to your personal life. If you believe that there is only one path to success, then if things go off track, it's very difficult to get back on track. But if you are open to the possibility of different kinds of success and different timelines of success, then you become much more resilient and you see multiple alternatives before you. So, in closing, planning is an essential, ongoing, live process. Yeah. And planning and execution moves in parallel. We need to keep monitoring what is happening and go back to tweak the plan. To do this effectively, remember, you need to leverage your network, be resilient and ruthlessly prioritize. Hmm. Bye for now and we will connect with you in our next episode. See you. Talk to you soon. Her business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna bringing you the woman entrepreneur, expertise 
toolkits and stories of success beyond funding. Send in your questions and comments to listener at herbusiness.in. We'd love to hear from you.